Hello and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies Podcast. I am your host, Jenny Moss. This is where we discuss how to live in this crazy Latter-day world and stay on the covenant path. Hello, my beautiful friend. I hope you are having an incredible day, and I'm so excited that you're here with me right now. I can't wait to show you the second half of my conversation with Katrina Siemens from Deliberate Family. She is just sunshine. She's goodness, and I felt so joyful listening to her wisdom again. I think this is going to be one that I just have on repeat. So here it is. Enjoy. I love you. Have a great day. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite books is The Power of Stillness. It talks about a lot of rhythms of stillness in our lives. And especially we live in a time that is so busy and so abundantly full that I think one of the things that we have to be very, very diligent about is disciplining ourselves to know when is enough and when to stop and to slow down. And those still moments and those quiet moments, whether you're doing something or doing nothing, are the times when we can hear the Spirit, when we can tune into that identity that we were talking about before and tune into that relationship where you were saying, yeah, I have to talk to God about my ideas sometimes. And I have to talk to Him about His ideas. And it's okay for me to say to Him, I'm not so sure about that idea. (laughs) Show me more, you know, or this worked out. Why did that work out for me? What do you need me to do now? That's just a higher level of thinking, right? Rather than getting caught up in all the mundane, all the things that just don't quite matter as much. Every afternoon we have been painting for like the last, I don't know, maybe six months. We've been painting every single day. And so everyone will come home. We do a little bit of quiet time and then from, from school. And then we sit down and we all paint together. We're, no one's talking. Everyone's just really quiet. And then questions will come up and ideas from the day. And um, people will say, you know, it, it hurt me when this person said this. Or wouldn't it be so cool if Bluey was actually pink and it was pinky? And, you know, they start giving their ideas. But Every single time it comes into these incredible conversations of the things that are going on in their mind. And I don't know if those conversations would have happened if we weren't stopping what we were doing, not going and we have to run to the store and do our pickup and do this and that, but just sitting and intentionally painting because my kids are very active. They want to run around. They want to play. And I love that. We want to encourage that. But having those moments of just sitting and being with each other and being present with each other and having no agenda other than just pushing that paint on the paper. Right. And it's been kind of magical. Well, and the reality is we have to plan in that no agenda time. Yes. <laughs> just happen in our world anymore. Yeah. When we were kids, yeah, it could just happen on its own but it won't happen anymore. And I love that you were like, yeah, and those conversations won't happen without it. I mean, you remember Joy Jones conver- or talk all about essential yeah, conversations. conversations. That's yes, what yes. she's talking about, right? And isn't it interesting that Satan is just working his hardest to make sure those things don't happen? 
We have all sorts of distractions, whether they are good or not so good. I mean, just sheer amount of being in an abundant life um, that we have to be so intentional and so deliberate with what we do with our time, our attention, our love, our um, focus. The more we can learn how, what, how to do that and how to feel confident doing that. I mean, it'll make us stand out. It'll make us be different. It'll make us feel that peculiar feeling. Right. But it's so good. When I um, was homeschooling, I remember thinking I'm going to be seen as weird. I'm going to be seen as so peculiar. And then I looked up what peculiar actually means. And it has stuck with me for years because peculiar means to actually belong to someone or something. And isn't it interesting that the Lord will have a peculiar people when we stand out, when we are bold about being different, that is when we belong to him. Wow. And it's true. Uh, You may not have initially planned that for yourself. You did not plan homeschooling for yourself, but clearly it has made such a deep impact on your life, but also for your children, but also for your purpose now in teaching other people to have a deliberate family. If you could give a message to someone right now who's struggling, who feels like they're stuck in the thick of it, um, how, would you, how would you tell them to start right now, to start feeling um, like they can let those things fade away and just focus on having a deliberate family. I would start by, are you praying out loud? It's something that simple. I think that when we pray as if we are having a conversation with the Lord, he opens our hearts and minds to more than we can see in the moment. Yeah. It takes the blinders off and maybe not just with one prayer. But if I, I, the days that I struggle the most, I find those are the days I am talking out loud to God the most, whether I'm complaining or whether I'm asking for help, I am saying, Heavenly Father, I can't do this by myself right now. Yeah. Or, Heavenly Father, I don't know what that child needs, but something is wrong and he can open my eyes. And I think when it's like, I'm so bogged down. I am always yelling at my kids or I'm always feeling like I'm not measuring up or I'm overly consumed about what my body looks like right now or all those things. He can show us how he sees us if we but just come to him in humility and say, I need help. Show me what I need to see. I had, I haven't ever told anybody this actually, but I, I got LASIK a couple months ago and I was in the machine like under, and they have to like pry your eye open. And then they put like all these machines up on you and your vision can go really dark. And it got really, really dark. And I started feeling really fearful. Ever, all my intuitions were going crazy and like, cause you don't want anything to touch your eye all growing up. Right. And then now somebody's forcing you to let them touch your eye. (laughs) And I remember kind of starting to panic a little bit. And the spirit whispered to me and said, you are more than just what you see. And I thought, 
okay, what do you mean by that? But really the reality is God sees so much more than we do. And he knows if you have the desire in your heart to change something, he wants to be right there with you to change it with you. And he's not, he's just waiting for you to come and knock at the door. He's waiting for you to come and open the door, I should say. And he, he's like, let me show you just what you are. Let me show you what I love about you. If he came into the room today to say, hi, Jenny, I'm so excited you're, to be with you again. And I just missed you so much. He's not going to come in and say, well, you know what, Jenny, your potential, it's coming. Let's talk about what you're going to do tomorrow. Let's talk about what you're going to do in three years. That's when everything's going to line up. No, he's going to come in. He's going to wrap you in his arms and he's going to say, you are amazing today and you should celebrate that. And you should be able to feel that now. And if you can't see it, let me just show you. Let me show you everything I see. And that gives us the confidence. That gives us the power and the motivation to go, yeah, I can change something. Um, And so after the prayer, after that our perspective has changed, you'll know just what to do right? You'll know the small things. And it's not a one big mountain at the same time. You can feel like your whole house is falling apart. (laughs) Trust me, I've been there. And, but it's one step at a time. We can all do one thing, right? The next right thing. The next right thing. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely love that. I, I think that there's so much power in praying out loud. Yesterday, my, um, my baby had not slept the whole night. He has uh, like a chest cold and was just so, so, so sick and was throwing up because he was coughing. Oh. Bad. And um, so he was just very, very ill, hadn't slept really. And I knew he needed to take a nap, but he just wouldn't go down. And I was like, and I, I was praying in my mind, but then I just started praying out loud. I was like, Lord, I need you. I need you to help me right now. He needs to sleep. He's so, so sick. I need you to help me. And, um, and then all of a sudden I just felt like it's going to be fine. You just need to walk away. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I walked away and I went and I looked over at the dishes and then, and he had been crying for like three or four minutes and then just no crying slept for three hours. He's never slept that long in his entire life other than during the nighttime. And I was like, Oh my goodness, heavenly father, this is, you're amazing. Thank you so much. And there is just so much power in, in speaking his name and speaking to, uh, saying the words with your mouth. Like there's just so much power in that. So I love that idea. Well, it makes it real, right? It's not just stuck in our head. Our heads are messy. Like if you're ever feeling like you can't think straight, just write anything down and you'll be right. Like, but, um, saying it out loud is, is powerful. I agree. So that's really cool about your son. And I love that you were like, thank you. Like you knew also, it kind of reminds me of all the scripture stories of like, they're like after Lehi left Jerusalem and got to even just the wilderness, they made sacrifice. They built an altar and made sacrifice to thank the Lord for bringing them out here. Right. And for us, I often go, I'm driving in the car. Did I say thank you for that yet? And if I didn't, I say it right then, right? Like having that mindset of being able to say, I recognize what's happening as well, because that just propels it, I think. 
Yes. And there's no time limit on gratitude. No. There, there are things that I've recognized now as an adult that I did not have gratitude as a, as a young <laughs> right. person, as right. a teenager. There are things where, you know, you go through certain milestones as a mom and then you call your mom and you're like, I'm so sorry. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I had no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that is the kind of God we worship. That is the kind of God we want to worship. And he, he, he is so patient and he is never in a hurry. Like we are the ones always in a hurry. It's like, just, just my husband and I joke around often about like, he's probably up there going, could you guys just chill? Like, you'll be okay. Like stop stressing. Just yeah. keep going and you'll get there. Like, I promise things are going to happen and it'll be okay. <laughs> but we're always in a hurry, right? I think, you know, something I've thought about recently about that, like how close he is to us, um, is he is close to us because of our covenants. Because we have entered the covenant path when we were baptized, whether we've been to the temple or not, we are on the covenant path if we are members of the church. And I think we overlook what that relationship looks like. I think I automatically think, oh yeah, everybody can just have the spirit with them or everybody can have this kind of personal relationship with him. But the reality is that our covenants are what make it so that we can have that personal relationship with him. And so then when our children are baptized, it's like, guys, this is so cool. This is what it's all about. And there's a reason we can tell our kids, yeah, you can talk to him anytime and he can be with you all the time because you have made a covenant with him. Do I take it for granted or do I use it to my, for my good every single day? And I think if you're having those thoughts, then you're not taking it for granted. It says in the Bible dictionary under prayer that if we pray for certain blessings that we can stand to receive them just by simply asking, but we must ask. And so again, acting by making those covenants, by asking for those blessings, by praying out loud and asking Heavenly Father to please help us in the things that we are standing in need of. And like you talked about before, Christ wants to give us these things. He's standing at the door. He just wants us to open that door. Like these are these are blessings that he would be more than happy to bestow upon us, but we must um, have that focus to not only recognize what we need, but then ask for those things. Yeah. And I think that that stillness, what you were saying, uh, how, how important that is, um, that plays into all of this. Because when I am not still, it's hard for me to recognize what I need. I can kind of get into a tizzy. Yep. So having that time to recognize like, okay, uh, my husband and I kind of do a check-in at, at lunchtime. We'll do a check-in. Like, how are you feeling? How's how are it going? going? Yep. Yep. Anxious. How's work? How's home? Like, you know, we yep. talk about it and we'll go through each item and we do that check-in. And I, so I've been trying to do that with the Lord. Like, how you doing? Do you have any jobs for me? Anything that you need me to do? And then he does the, how you're doing with me. And it's just powerful. It is. It is. Have you ever um, not wanted to check in because you were a little nervous what he'd say back? hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Or there are times where you feel like you should be doing something, but you're like, I'm not going to ask because I know I need to. I oh, don't want to ask. Yeah. And yet, he's like, whenever you're ready, 
yeah. whenever you're ready. I'm ready to give you that assignment. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. I have felt the spirit, but felt the spirit of peace, but also felt the spirit of joy. And I feel like joy comes when we have that empowerment of truth. And there's so much goodness and truth in the principles that you've talked about today. And in these hard won truths that you have learned from just an incredible life of learning and using the atonement and not always doing the right thing and learning what the right thing is. You couldn't have come to that any other way. And I know I am very grateful for the work that you've done to learn those things and to be able to share that with us today. So thank you so much for being here with us.